Welcome to Yoga Wisdom, questions about how to live your yoga in daily life, answered by Integral Yoga founder, Sri Swami Satchidananda. What is the Easter message? Hmm? Hmm? Is it Easter message or Eastern message? Hmm? Why is it called Easter? Can anybody? Hmm? How is it? How did it get the name Easter? Yes, 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 come on. Speak up, I can't hear. The Easter means new life coming. Hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Easter. Hmm. Well, in a way. Every morning is an Easter. Like the sun rising in the east every day, every morning. That that begins the day. Thiruvallur in his Thirukural says, Orangu vadu polum sakkadu, orangi vidippadu polum pirappu. Death is like going to sleep. Birth is like waking up in the morning. See how he simplifies the birth and death. In that sense, We are all dying every day at night. Actually, when you sleep well at night, there's no difference between the death and your sleep. You are literally dead to the world if you sleep well. Even if somebody kicks at your body, you won't even know if you are really sleeping. So the body is almost a dead body at sleep. So naturally, when you wake up, it's a new birth. So in that sense, every day we should be celebrating Easter. 
thanking God and nature for giving us a new birth. In a way, it's not that we want to be born. We are dead. But God seemed to be wanting us to do certain part of his work. So he wakes you up. If he doesn't need you anymore, he wouldn't wake you. Your sleep will continue. So here is in the life of Lord Jesus, it's God wanted him to come up again and to proclaim the glory and the greatness of God. He came back, we say. He came back. In a way, I feel like saying he was sent back to give us the message that the Spirit is immortal. There's no resurrection as such. The Spirit is immortal. Nobody can destroy the Spirit, even though they may crucify the body. The Bhagavad Gita also presents this truth. The Spirit cannot be cut, burnt, wet, or withered. All these processes are for the body. So on the Easter day, we clearly see the distinction between the the mortal body and the immortal soul. As long as the body was there, we couldn't see the soul or experience the soul that much. The moment the body is taken away, you see the functioning of the soul more brightly. That is another kural, he says. The life going out of the body is almost like the bird cracking the shell of the egg. The little birdie, he breaks the shell, comes out and flies away. So here, the real immortal spiritual Jesus, 
and the essence called Jesus is very well experienced at the time of the resurrection. Until that time he was probably treated as a man, as a human being. So in that sense, living in this body is not really a great thing. We are bound, we are tied. Neither ourselves nor others seem to experience the charm and the beauty and the strength and the power of the spirit. It's a jail, they call it. Sirai. You are confined to this body. It limits you. As long as you are in the body. If we know the truth, we'll be happy to wait for the day when we just get out of the jail, of this prison, so that we can go around wherever we want, do whatever we want, or whatever God wants us to. Maybe we don't have to worry about all these going through the electronic devices to fly. No bomb scare. Just fly as a free bird. You go wherever you want. You have more freedom when you are out of the body. That's what we see in Jesus' life also. The entire world began to understand the greatness of the Spirit. Only after he lost the body and came out. Even though sometimes people say, no, no, the same body came up again. There is a sort of thinking that way, is it not? He rose up with the same body, physical body. It's not true. Physical body is a composed one. When the time comes, it decomposes. If he has come up with the same physical body, everybody should have seen him. Only a few devoted, they say, were able to see those who had the faith and devotion. That means they didn't see the physical body. They saw the spiritual body because of their faith and devotion. So it is the revelation of the resurrection of the spirit, the expression of the spirit. And that can never be crucified. As our dear Swami Vidyananda beautifully presented, though we keep on mowing, chopping, trimming the tree, it comes up again and again and again. 
that means the spirit is there always nobody can destroy it that truth we see in the very nature continuously constantly this message is given so the nature itself is a great teacher for us to understand this phenomena this truth of immortality of the spirit when we understand this truth we will never be afraid of getting out of this body the gita says viveki who know the truth will never be saddened by getting out of the body by leaving the body or by death it shines more brightly many many great masters sages and saints are able to function well express the truth more clearly only after they left the body in the west of course we celebrate the resurrection of jesus but in the east in the eastern days eastern thought it's nothing new it's not a big strange phenomena it is a common day affair they could say almost every saint did that many of the masters sages and saints they simply walked in sometimes they even disappear the body disappears and the spirit flies out as in the case of saint ramalingam he simply went into the room and said okay i have done my job finished you have been seeing only the physical body and you got confined to that body you wanted physical things you haven't realized the truth the immortality so now it's time for you to raise up to a different level so i'm going to educate you from a different level so he just went into the room at metukupam asked them to lock the door then because of the government restrictions they were forced to open the door when they opened the door there was nothing not even the body of course certain yogic powers would be able to demonstrate this panchi karanam we call it the five bhudas the elements when they go back reverse their process back into their source by the time they reach the fire or the air they disappear 
the ether or the akasha, then the air, ether becomes air, air gives room for fire, fire becomes water, water becomes earth. That is the evolution. And that's what we see even in the Genesis. God created one by one. And then revolution, going backward. The earth becomes water, water becomes fire. Up to these three elements you can see things. You can see earth, you can see water, you can see even the fire. But they are gradually becoming lighter and lighter. Earth is so concrete, you can touch, you can put it in one place, it stays there. Water, you cannot hold it in the hand, it runs. The fire, you can see it, you cannot hold it, even in a container. You cannot chop it. If you chop a flame, what happens? The flame doesn't get cut off. The flame continues to rise. But still you can see. But when it goes to the next element, the fire, you can only feel, you cannot see. So when the body, the five elements of the body return from earth to water, our body has all this solid, liquid, heat, air and ether. So you can disperse it, regroup it, reverse it. The astral body we call is nothing but airy body. The body gets converted all into air and akash. There is no fire or water or earth element there. It reverses. That's why they were able to float. That's why we call it astral body. That's why when the body dies, slowly, even the fire goes out. It becomes cool. The heat is taken away. And then the rest of the element disperses. So it's natural. But the people who have some achievement, accomplishment, which you call the Siddhis, they can do it at will. Simply by thinking, now I am going to disperse everything. Instead of the priest coming and telling you that earth to earth, fire, water to water, fire to fire, he say, okay, earth, go to earth, water to water, fire to fire. They themselves can do it. And then they disperse. That's why in some cases of the saints, they, they couldn't even take photographs of them. In fact, photograph was never taken during uh, Ramalingam's period, even though photography was there at that time. Nobody could catch him. It's almost like uh, you are taking a picture of the air. What will be there in that? So all these things are simply from the memory they drew the picture. So likewise, there are many. Samanda Swamigal, for example, 
he didn't demonstrate much to the end he just went into chidambaram temple and there he disappeared he got absorbed in the fire like camphor disappearing but again we should not immediately come to the conclusion that unless you demonstrate that you have not realized the truth there are many sages and saints who didn't bother to demonstrate these things they say okay let it happen the nature's way why to worry about that soft all rubbish when you throw things in the rubbish trash can you don't have to go and separate them and then <laughs> put them into different cans and then throw into the dump <laughs> everything has to be dumped anyway <laughs> so they didn't bother but there is a human tendency to think ah he is a great saint he disappeared the other one no <laughs> for example saint uh, ramana <laughs> the third from the this line <laughs> He even had a cancer in the hand before he left the body. He was just laughing at it. Saint Ramakrishna had the same problem. He had a cancer of the throat, but they were all just laughing. I was there fourteen days before he left the body because of Adi's perseverance. We all went and cried. I said, "You couldn't do that. You please allow doctor to do something to the body." So they said, "Okay, all right. If that is the karma, let the body go through it. Come on, do whatever you want, guys." So the doctors came and cleaned the wound and did something. And of course, when they clean, the the pain is there for the body. The body feels the pain, so it jerks. Oh, poor. Poor me! Are they hurting you? He is looking at his own hand. <laughs> Are they hurting you? What can I do? I told them to leave you alone. They didn't want to. You have to go through your karma. Go ahead. We couldn't bear the sight. He was completely detached from the body. he was able to see his own body as we would see we felt the pain he felt sorry for that hand i was a little too young at that time so i went and told him bhagwan it's impossible i can't bear the sight uh, please let me go away Fourteen days, he laughed at me. Okay, you want to run away? <laughs> I don't know. It's impossible. Only you can do that. We can't even see that. Okay, all right. Go. Fourteen days before I left from Nashram, when I arrived in Rishikesh, we got the news that Ramana left the body. Just to say how they were able to detach themselves. Deho naham, jivo naham, pratyaga binna, brahmai vaham. The scripture says, "I am not the body, not the mind, immortal self. 
If that is so, if there is some problem to the body, who is worried? It's not you, your body. Your body must have gone through something, some karma. It has to purge it out. And that is the reason why when you go to the hospital, the doctors say, okay, you forget your body. I'm going to take you away from the body awareness. Then we will do whatever we want with the body. If we, we allow you to watch that and feel that, you won't let us do. So they give you a sort of anesthesia, take you away from the body temporarily. That's also a sort of samadhi. <laughs> Forced, chemically induced samadhi. You separate yourself from the body. But you can do it consciously, willingly, if you detach yourself. Just take the mind away. Some of our girls did that when they had the delivery of the baby. They were concentrating on the picture. They didn't even know that they were delivering the baby. So the mind is taken away. So these are all natural phenomena if we accept it, understand it. But of course, in the case of great masters, they are doing it consciously, willingly, just to tell others that, hey, don't worry about the body. Keep it in good shape as long as you can. You don't have to ignore. That is another big problem with the so-called Vedantins and the Hindu system. Because you say, I am not the body, I am not the mind, you just ignore it. You don't take good care of it. You are not the car, but you need the car to travel around. Though you are not the car, you have to take care of it. That's where the yoga presents beautifully. Sarira madhyam kalu dharma sadhanam. Whatever you do, body is necessary, take care of it. You are not the body, but that's your vehicle. Take care of it. As long as it's necessary and as long as it's possible. If something unforeseen happens beyond your control, don't worry. Say goodbye. Like the doctors say, oh, the operation we did consciously, diligently, as clean as possible. It was a successful operation, but the patient collapsed. Likewise, well, I took care of it as much as possible. I gave the right food, right air, right time, right exercise, everything. The time came when it is ready to go. Don't feel sad about it. Okay, bye. Thank you for allowing me to use you all this time. In a way, that is the Easter message. Detach yourself from the body. Take care of the body. But don't have an attachment towards the body. Take care of it as long as it serves you. 
but know that you are not the body you are that immortal soul thanks for listening to this integral yoga multimedia podcast we hope you'll subscribe for more information on shri swami sachidananda and integral yoga please visit us online at integralyoga.org